Hi, this is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 1340 and 103.7 WKRM Columbia. Welcome in, everybody, to the Tennessee Little League State Tournament. It is the loser bracket finals. I'm Clayton Harris here with Terry Wilcox, Lewis Maddox, and Greg Bradley. And some may be wondering why they're not hearing the voice of Lewis Maddox. Lewis is a bit under the weather tonight, but he is with us here and uh, is going to work the board for us, and we appreciate him being here. And I'm sure he can chime in every once in a while. Hopefully that throat will be okay, but uh, we appreciate his efforts tonight. Terry, uh, as always, uh, a pleasure to be with you and Greg. Big game for Columbia here. They're going to take on a very good Morristown team. The winner will move on to the 8 o'clock game to face Nolensville in the championship game. Nolensville makes it to the championship yet again, third year in a row. They come in this year, unlike last year, though, undefeated and only need to get one win to move on to the southeast region. One of these two teams is looking to make or force Nolensville to a game three tomorrow that would be held at 7 o'clock. But before we get there, we got to go to game number 13 first, which is Morristown, Columbia. And Terry, this should be a good matchup, but Columbia, their bats have been going as of late. Well, and that's what they need. They, uh, they struggled a little bit first game of the, of the tournament. They definitely did not hit the Nolensville very well. But uh, they've been playing some stellar defense. Uh, that's been in there to get some timely pitching. They just got to get that hit in the right time, and uh, and I think they can do it. They've definitely got the power. They've got good base runners, a lot of speed. Uh, like I said, the defense, especially the outfield defense, has been second to none. Morristown will go with number six, Wyatt Jones, tonight at pitcher. Columbia is the visiting team. Each Little League game is decided by a coin toss, no matter if even the next game between Nolensville and the winner of this one, it's, it's always decided by a coin toss. So the way it fell tonight, Columbia is the visiting team. Morristown, the home team. And it looks like Mr. Jones is ready to go, and that will bring up Griffin Cameron leading off for Columbia. And, and Griffin's done pretty well in the tournament. Uh, hopefully he can keep it going. I've uh, got a breeze blowing in from right field right now. So here's Griffin Cameron. Bats left. Leads all for Columbia. Outside pitch for a ball number one for Jones. And Griffin playing center field tonight for the Columbia Little League team. Your plate umpire tonight is Joseph Baldwin. Here's the pitch from Jones. That's going to be low ball number two. They got it over just uh, a little bit too low. So, but uh, again, pitcher's got to settle into a groove. We'll see how Mr. Jones does as he moves along. Again, low pitch from Jones. 3-0 and the count for Griffin Cameron. And Mr. Jones is a little frustrated right now. He thinks he's catching the top of that strike, bottom of the strike zone, but... That's outside ball number four, and Griffin Cameron, four pitches, four balls that will get on first base as a new batting lineup tonight from Columbia. We'll see Gunnar Huffman here in the number two spot. And I like I like the decision to kind of move him around based on who's doing what. It's, uh, it's a good strategy. 
Huffman with a home run last night. Yes, he did. A missile out to left. That's going to be a strike on the outside corner for Gunnar Huffman. Wyatt Jones about to throw his sixth pitch of the ball game, and now we have a time called, and it looks like Bryson Ringley, the catcher, will go meet with Jones. I want to welcome our audience, like we mentioned, on 103.7 WKRM and also online at Tennessee Sportsnet. We could be here for a while tonight, depending on how this one turns out. And we'll be happy to be here. Absolutely. Hope to be here tomorrow. I don't know if we had an equipment malfunction or something was going on. But the pitcher has made his way into the dugout, so... Well, he was already struggling with uh, his accuracy early. And taking a little break like that is probably not going to help. Maybe they'll give him a few warm-up pitches. We'll see. I don't know. I think it was uh, his decision to come off, so it may not. Well, he might have had uniform adjustment. That's what I think it was. So here's Wyatt Jones ahead 0-1 in the count. Here's a fly ball to right field. It's going to be in shallow right, and that will be out number one for Columbia as number 13, Nash Cinnamon, makes the catch. That brings up number two, Ethan Sis. So Ethan Sis will be batting third. Steps into the box. Griffin Cameron still at first. Here's the pitch from Jones. It's going to be high ball one. Well, he thought about it, but he checked his swing in time, and the ball rose a little high. One out here in the top of the first inning. We're just getting started here in the loser bracket final as that ball is going to be foul tipped by Sisk and evens the count at one. And we got a pretty decent crowd again tonight, Clayton. Uh, fans are definitely uh, turning out to watch these games. Absolutely. Here at Murray County Park, here's the pitch. That's going to be strike number two. They throw it down first to try to get Cameron. The yeah, ball got away from the first baseman a little bit, but didn't roll far enough away for him to be able to advance the second. Jones ahead in the count one and two on Sisk. Here's the windup and the pitch, and a hit ball to shortstop. Be fielded out at second. They go to first, but he will not get there in time with the baseball, and Ethan Sisk will be first, or it's safe at first, and that'll bring up Ryan Whitehead, who... Now, Probably 55. went the furthest up the batting order. But if you look at what he's done here in the state tournament, he's got one of the highest batting averages on the team. Yeah, he's been around the eighth position where he's been batting, but uh, he's been doing a good job. So, Two outs here in the top of the first inning. Columbia, the visitors here. And that's going to be a strike on the outside corner for strike number one. And one thing we... Lou and I have noticed about Ryan is he always seems to take that first pitch. Yes, he does. Jones now in the stretch. And the delivery. That's a hit ball, hard hit ball into the gap and dropped. Sis is going to round second, hit the third, and he'll get it out of it. No, he's going to send him. He's going to send him, and he is going to get tagged out at home plate. Ah. 
That's a tough one. That's a great play, though, by Morristown to get the ball in. And that will end the top of the first inning. Columbia with an opportunity there. Not going to happen. We'll head to the bottom of the first. We'll be back right after this. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard. The same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg. We do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. This is Adam Crowell, owner of Crowell Automotive. I started doing auto repair with my grandfather and cousin at Jenkins Auto Service when I was around 15. I try to personally do or supervise every repair in my shop. We do good, honest work at a fair price. We're rated five stars on Google. Come see us at 118 East 15th Street or give us a call at 931-797-2032. Welcome back, everybody, to Tom McFarland Field here at the Columbia American Little League for the loser bracket final here at the Tennessee Little League State Tournament. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Terry Wilcox, Greg Bradley, and Lewis Maddox. And Columbia now will take the field as coming up to bat for Morristown will be number two, Caleb Shepard. He'll see a pitch from Elijah Kerr, a bunt. He throws it to first base, and the out is made as Ethan Sis moved over from his second base position to cover the bag. So first pitch bunt for Shepard will give an out to Columbia. And coming up from Morristown will be number 11, Bryson Ringley. And uh, we've seen that in this tournament. Uh, a lot of teams of Columbia did that when they went through a whole inning where they were bunting. And it, it forces the uh, infielders to be aware. Makes you make plays. Mm -hmm. Here's the pitch from Kerr right back up to him. He'll catch it, throw to first, and an out is made as Ryan Whitehead is at first base today mm -hmm. with Ethan Sisk at second. DJ Parks will be at short. Third base is Will Davis. Left field will be Gunnar Huffman. And center will be Griffin Cameron. And in right field will be Lucas Barr. So here's Colin Rouse. We saw Colin yesterday pitch for Morristown against Nolansville. And that's a swing and a miss. Strike number one on Rouse. Elijah Kerr with the start. He threw a couple of pitches last night at the end of that game, but still eligible to pitch today. And we'll probably see Elijah go the distance if possible. Here's a half foul ball out to the right side. It'll go out of play for strike number two. O2 count to Rouse. 
And the windup and the pitch from Kerr outside, ball number one. And I tell you, Colin Ross looks like a decent, decent hitter. I have not seen him. I missed last night's game, but uh, he looks like he's got some power. He does. He does. And that's why he's batting third in the lineup. William Fields behind the plate today for Columbia. Here's the windup and the pitch from Kerr. That's a hard ball hit to left center field. Under it is Griffin Cameron and making the third out of the inning. So after one, Columbia zero, Morristown zero. We head to two. We'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. Erie Insurance welcomes Foster Insurance Agency to its list of professional independent agents. Give Mike Ford or Jimmy Ford a call today at Foster Insurance. Foster Insurance Agency has been in business since 1952 and offers a complete line of Erie products, including home, auto, commercial products, and life insurance. Come by Foster Insurance Agency at 204 West 4th Street in Columbia or give us a call at 931 Smith hitting fourth tonight, or fifth, excuse me, for Columbia. Been hitting in the two spot most of the tournament. Yeah, he's the most powerful hitter we got, but he's struggled. He has, he has. 1-1 count, here's the pitch, strike number two. Yeah, he kind of held up on the changeup there, off speed, and then I only got a little bit of speed to it, and he wasn't ready for it, I don't think. I look for an off speed pitch right here. Here's the pitch, fouled off to the left side. Makes the count one and two here in the top of the second inning. Clayton Harris alongside Lewis Maddox, Terry Wilcox, Greg Bradley. And uh, again, Lewis Maddox is on the injured reserve tonight with a, uh, a throat issue, but he's with us here. As the, yeah, you're fighting through it. I appreciate it too, man. More yeah. than you know. And lose tough, I'm telling you. 2-2 two, two count, outside ball there for Branham. The pitcher 
Jones right down the middle, strike number three. And that's uh, very yeah, uncharacteristic of Branham. Elijah. You know, we, we talked about that yesterday, that Columbia needs to get aggressive in the batter's box. They're watching too many pitches go in for strikes. Here's yeah. Go ahead, Terry. I was just going to say, and he watched all three of them, never swung, so. Yeah. That's tough. First pitch is outside and low for ball one. Yeah, Elijah Kerr up to bat for Columbia. Also on the mound today. Strike number two. So one-two count here to Kerr. Here's the delivery from Jones. Swing and a miss. <laughs> Huh. That's going to be strike number two, one-two. And he had such an off-speed pitch, and Elijah was way out in front of it. Here's Wyatt Jones from the stretch. Low in the dirt for ball two, two-two count. Columbia got off to a hot start last night, got up four to nothing. Tonight... Zero to zero so far between Morristown and Columbia. We're in the top of the second. Here's Kerr. 2-2 two -two count. Outside ball three. Elijah's got a pretty good eye. He's a, if, if they're not across that plate, he usually doesn't swing. Full count for Kerr. As Jones is in the stretch. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss strike number three. And that'll be the second out. Here in the top of the second. William Fields. Here's the catcher, William Fields, up to bat for Columbia. Wyatt Jones currently at 24 pitches. Here's the pitch. That's going to be a ball outside and a little high. And the third baseman is uh, that first pitch was cheating in quite a bit. I think he thinks he's going to lay one down, possibly. The winner set to take on Nolensville directly after this game. That's going to be a ball outside. <clears throat> Nolensville already here, as I would be, too, watching to see who they're going to play. 2-0 count to Fields. Here's the pitch from Jones, a hard-hit ball that's going to go up and out at shortstop. As number 99, Rouse made the play. We're going to head to the bottom of the second inning. Both teams scoreless. We'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Hi, this is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 1340 and 103.7 WKRM Columbia. And welcome back, everybody, here at Tom McFarland Field for the Tennessee Little League State Tournament. We're here in the bottom of the second inning in a scoreless ball game. And here is Elijah Kerr's first pitch. It'll be a ball number one. As the batter is number 12, Nolan Sizemore for Morristown. Clayton Harris alongside Terry Wilcox, Lewis Maddox, and Greg Bradley. Second pitch from Kerr is going to be a bouncer towards short and missed by D.J. Parks. Took a bad spin and just died there. Yeah. So that'll get uh, that'll get Sizemore on first base. Number six, Wyatt. Jones. As Morristown pitcher Wyatt Jones is up to bat. I think Elijah almost went after that, and then he figured DJ had it. But uh, like you said, it uh, he kind of overran it a little bit. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike number one on Jones. And the big thing we've noticed is the tournament. The catchers all seem to have very good arms. Yes, they do. Here's a pitch and a foul ball off to the right side, and Jones is now down 0-2 in the count. Please return all foul balls to the field. Kerr got through that first inning with only six pitches. Yeah, that was amazing. Here's pitch number 11, 0-2 count. Hard hit ball is third. Plays made it second and a first, and he came off the bag. Barely did Ryan Whitehead, and... That'll make Jones safe at first, but a great play there by Will Davis at third base on the snag. Yeah, it would have been a close call, I think, regardless, but uh, coming off the bag definitely made him safe. Here's Kipton Smith. Here's a ground ball again to uh, Parks. Parks tries to make the double play and unable to. He does get the out at second, though, for the second out of here of the bottom of the inning here in the second. You know, DJ right there, if he had it to do over, probably should have just ran and stepped on the bag and then made the throw himself. And he's got such quick speed. He, could have, he would have been coming over the bag. It would have been a right. better angle. Absolutely. His momentum was taking him that yep. way. So two outs here in the bottom of the second. A runner on first base. And a ball call. It's been a little long. Oh, number 27, Trooper Raider. It's a cool name. Yeah. Here's the pitch from Kerr. Hard hit ball again to the shortstop. Kerr, or to Parts. And Whitehead's going to drop the ball at first base. And that... 
cannot happen. That was a DJ had just had to step on the bag at second and get the force. That would have been the quicker play. So Kerr should have been out of this inning. Maybe with maybe 12 pitches, and now he's up to 14. As Nash Cinnamon will step into the plate for Morristown. Swing and a miss, strike number one. Runners on the corner. And DJ has had some uncharacteristically uh, bad plays twice this inning, but he'll come back. Got to shake it off. Yep. No harm, no foul yet. Take care of this batter. That's the only focus. Mm -hmm. Kerr up in the count, 0-1. Cinnamon the batter for Morristown. The pitch, hard hit ball again to Parks. Bobbles it, gets it to second, and gets the third out of the inning. We head to the top of the third. It's scoreless here between Columbia and Morristown. We'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Murray Regional Health has announced some big plans for the future. On June 30th, the health system announced its first major construction project at Murray Regional Medical Center in approximately 20 years. The $115 million facility improvement plan will enhance our patient experience and expand access to care for our patients. It's an exciting time at Murray Regional Health, and we hope you'll stand with us as we embark on this renovation and expansion plan. Learn more by visiting murrayregional.com slash big plans. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. That's WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia. And welcome back, everybody. Sounds like we're at a nightclub, but I'm Clayton Harris alongside Terry Wilcox, (laughs) Lewis Maddox, and Greg Bradley. For today's coverage of the Tennessee Little League State tournament. Will Davis up to bat for Columbia here in the top of the third inning. Here's a hard hit ball into the right center field gap. And Will will hold up at first base and that's a single to start off the top of the third. Wyatt Jones still on the mound for Morristown. Again, good defensive out. Uh, out there played good defense. They got the ball quickly. Normally, Will is on second in those hits. DJ Parks last night hit a bomb that hit the fence. Let's see if he can do it again. He's going to square up, and he's going to bunt it right down the first baseline, and it's just going to go foul. But a good attempt there by DJ. Wouldn't be surprised to see him do it again. Yeah, and he would, he would have easily beat that out if it had stayed fair. So the force the pitcher to come over, so the first baseman covers. So an 0-1 count to D.J. Parks. As Wyatt Jones will now throw from the windup. Here's the pitch. Ooh, inside ball one. 
Definitely going to put it towards first if he does bunt. The third baseman is almost shaking hands with him by the time the pitch gets there. DJ trying to move the runner over to second. Here's the pitch. He'll put it down third base. Good bunt. Runs over to first, and they'll get the out. He nearly got there in time. But DJ Parks will do his job and move the runner to second base. So now Ben Southworth will step to the plate. Will Davis at second with one out here in the top of the third inning. Columbia and Morristown. Winner goes to face Nolensville after this game. That ball's going to get away from the catcher. And Will Davis will stand up at third as Ringley unable to corral the baseball. So now if your coach, Devin Simler, does your strategy here with Southworth change? Maybe he puts one down. Here's the pitch, swing and a miss, strike number one. Yeah, he left nothing to chance there. He was swinging away. 1-1 one, one count to Ben Southworth. He waits for the pitch from Wyatt Jones. Jones in the windup. And the delivery, swing and a miss, strike two. He took a little bit off that one and had him way out in front of it. Here's Southworth. One, two, count. Outside, swing, no swing, but a strike three call. And that'll be the second out of the inning. And that's tough. you got to make contact in that situation. He's just got to stop stepping out of the box. Every time he swings. Here's Charlie Gardner. He'll step in. Will Davis on third with two outs. Here's the pitch outside, ball number one to Charlie. Wyatt Jones up to 36 pitches here in the third inning for Morristown. Here's the pitch, hard hit ball, that's fair, it's gonna score a run. Will Davis will come in and score, and Charlie Gardner will hit an RBI single to put Columbia on the board first as they take a one nothing lead over Morristown. It's a good hit for Chuck. Sure was, a high hopper well over the third baseman's head and definitely in fair territory. And again, the defense, the outfield hustles that ball in, holds, holds them to a single. It's a good hit ball. Just saw the replay go over the third baseman's head. That's an outside pitch for ball number one to Lucas Barr. Lucas Barr up to bat for Columbia. Outside, ball two. We got the top of the order on deck. This will be the 40th pitch from Jones. Here's the pitch, and it's going to be fouled off and hits bar. About a dollar for every time a batter was hit with a foul ball. Well, I'll tell you. Man. Probably have like 10 bucks. You have enough to pay for shin pads. About 20. We probably have about 20 if you took the whole tournament. You're right. Two and one count. Ball three is going to be high and inside of Lucas Barr. Yeah, he tried to try to bring that slow pitch in, and it just got away from him. Three one count. Here's the pitch from Jones. It's going to be hit hard to first base, 
And the catch will be made by number 12, Nolan Sazmore, and that will take us to the bottom of the third inning. Columbia gets a run. They lead one to nothing over Morristown. We'll be back right after this. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Welcome back, everybody, to the bottom of the third inning here at the Tennessee Little League State Tournament. Clayton Harris alongside Lewis Maddox, Terry Wilcox, and Greg Bradley as strike number one is thrown to number five, Cooper Kinsler. Elijah Kerr on the mound for Columbia. They lead one to nothing here in the bottom of the third inning. Here's a pitch, hard hit, ground ball to third. Will Davis gets it, throws it to first, and the play is made. And that will be out number one as Brandon Smith has moved or come off the bench to first base, and he makes the catch there for out number one for Columbia. Nice play by Will Davis. It was to his right, and he just almost kind of backhanded it and scooped it up, threw him out in plenty of time. And the gentleman ran fast, too. So Check that out number one for Morristown. As Cinnamon up to bat, another ball hit down towards third. Will's going to pick it up barehanded. First base and got him. As number 21, Lane Cinnamon hit a little dribbler down third. Will picked it up barehanded, threw it to first base. And that is out number two. That was a rocket. And Elijah Kerr thought about taking it, but when he saw Will charging, he let it go. It was a good choice. Here's number 42, Isaac DeLugos. And that's going to be a ball number one from Elijah Kerr. Look at speed on that one. That popped that mat, that mitt there. Elijah at 20 pitches. As you see the replay of the play there by Will Davis. A great job. Another dribbler down third. And he's going to let it. Ah, it's going to stay fair. He tried to. It was going towards the chalk and then kind of straightened out. And that will put on first base. Number 42, Isaac DeLugos. That's about all he could do right there. I tell you, that's a tough play. That's a tough play. So here's Jake Davis. Davis at the plate for Morristown. Runner on first. Two outs here in the bottom of the third. Swinging a miss strike number one. 
Elijah Kerr so far has pitched a gym. 22 pitchers so far. It's amazing. He winds up and delivers. Here's a foul ball off the netting by Davis for strike number two. Jeff Whiteley at third base today. Jeremy Haywood at second. And Derek Crawford over at first base. Joseph Baldwin, the plate umpire today. 0-2 count. Here's the pitch from Kerr. Outside ball number one close. to Davis. Jake Davis. One-two count. Waits from the call from Fields at catcher. The windup and the pitch high outside. Ball two. It evens the count at two apiece. Kerr in the windup. Here's the pitch. Hard hit ball to right field. Lucas Bars on it and makes the play in foul territory for the third out. As that will end the third inning. We head to the top of the fourth. Columbia leads one to nothing over Morristown. We'll be back right after this. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 103.7 FM WKRM, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back, everybody, to Columbia American Little League. As you're seeing a replay of the final out there in the third inning by Lucas Barr, great job getting over there. In foul territory for the third out. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Lewis Maddox, Terry Wilcox, and Greg Bradley on the call. As we are starting the top of the fourth inning, and Columbia is back to the top of their lineup as Griffin Cameron will come up to bat. Here's the pitch from Wyatt Jones. It's low and outside for ball number one. And Griffin drew a walk his first at bat, so he's uh, 0 for 0. Hey, he did his job. He got That's on right. base being the leadoff batter. Here's Jones in the stretch, a hard hit ball that's going to get through, shortstop out to center field, and that'll be a single for Griffin Cameron to start things off here in the top of the fourth. And coming up to bat now is number 12, Gunner Huffman. Gunner, as we mentioned in the first inning, big three-run home run last night against Lexington. Give Columbia a 4-0 lead in the first inning. He's going to show bunt. Pulls back for ball number one. 
In the first inning, he got under one a little bit and popped it up to the center fielder. So 0 for 1 on the day so far is Huffman. Griffin, Cameron at first. Top of the fourth, he shows bunt, and it's going to foul it off back behind him on the screen for strike number one. Not a very good attempt at that one. Huffman with a 1-1 count. Here's Jones, Wyatt Jones with the delivery. He's going to try to bunt again, pulls back for ball number two. So a two-and-one count to Gunnar Huffman. Columbia leads one to nothing with a runner on first here in the top of the fourth inning. Winner moves on to play Nolensville at 8 o'clock. Here's the pitch and a bunt down first base. Huffman's going to run and get thrown out at first, and Griffin Cameron's going to make it. Oh, over to third. The ball goes past the third baseman, and Griffin Cameron will score. A great play and strategy by Coach Devin Simler. The third baseman crashed. Griffin was going to third the entire time. A wild pitch goes out, or a, a, a wild throw goes out into left field, and that brings Cameron home for a run. We'll take the out and get the run that Columbia leads two to nothing. Yeah, the problem they had is the third baseman charged way in on the bunt, and the shortstop was trying to cover the bag, and he was running neck to neck with, with Gunner. Well, the second baseman had gone to cover first. Yep. The shortstop went to cover second. Third baseman was still in the grass. Yeah. Here's a hard hit ball by Sisk that's going to be caught in center for out number two. So two outs here in the top of the fourth inning. Columbia leads two to nothing, and Ryan Whitehead will now step into the batter's box for Columbia. Ryan plated the double his first time up. Unfortunately, uh, the runner got thrown out at, plate, at home plate. But and Ryan has definitely showed why he's moved up in the lineup. Here's Whitehead against Jones. Pitch high and outside, ball one. count to Ryan Whitehead. Here's the pitch by Jones, high and outside for ball number two. Wyatt Jones is at 51 pitches so far here in the top of the fourth inning. Here's the pitch, high ball three, three and no count to Ryan Whitehead. And Jones, you can tell his body language, he's he's frustrated. frustrated. Here's the windup and the pitch, and that's strike number one. And you know Ryan was taken all the way on that pitch. I think if I'm them, I'm going to take another one. I don't think he can throw two strikes in a row. Here's Whitehead, way ahead, 3-1 count. Low ball in the dirt, it looked like, and that's going to be a swing and a miss for strike number two. So a full count. I think the umpire had just a little words with the pitcher just to probably remind him to settle down. Yep. So here's Whitehead, full count, 3-2. 
Columbia added one here in the top of the fourth. They lead two to nothing. Here's the windup and the pitch and swing and a miss or a foul ball. It's going to be oh. foul tipped. Yeah, if it's close, Ryan, we'll be swinging. Here's Whitehead. Full count. Two outs in the top of the fourth. Here's the pitch outside. It's a hard hit ball. It's going to get up. down in center field. And that'll be a single for Ryan Whitehead as Branham Smith will now come to the plate for Columbia. And I think, Ryan, I think Branham will be swinging this time. number 24, Branham Smith. So that's going to be 56 pitches so far for number six, Wyatt Jones from Morristown as Brandon Smith steps into the box. Here's a hard hit ball to shortstop, and it'll be play will be made over to first base for out number three. We'll head to the bottom of the fourth inning. Columbia leads Morristown two to nothing. We'll be back right after this. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard. The same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg. We do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. Hi, this is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 1340 and 103.7 WKRM, Columbia. And welcome back, everybody, as we're about to begin the bottom of the fourth inning here at Columbia American Little League. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Terry Wilcox, Lewis Maddox, and Greg Bradley here on the broadcast tonight. As we have Griffin Cameron, it looks like, moving the shortstop. DJ Parks is at center. You want to mention a lot of people here tonight. A lot of people here still coming in. Winner will take on Nolensville at 8 o'clock. As the first pitch to Kerr, for Kerr is ball number one. As up to bat for Morristown is number two, Caleb Shepard. And Caleb tried to lay down that bunt the first time, which uh, we were able to throw him out. It's going to be a ball number two, high and inside. Shepard, the leadoff batter for Morristown. Pitch outside, ball number three. <coughs> Kerr has not walked anybody yet. And not looking to do so here. Here's a pitch, strike number one. Yeah, he's got pretty good command of his pitches. He's uh, just trying to get a little too cute with that with the first few pitches here. And they want him putting in a three and one count. Three and one count to Shepard. Here's the pitch from Kerr. 
Hard fly ball to right field, and up under it is Lucas Barr for out number one here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Well, he was in position in the right spot. He didn't even have to move. Now batting number 11, Bryson Ringley. So anyway, you look at it, Columbia eight outs away from advancing to the state championship game. Here's a pitch inside for a strike. As number 11, Bryson Ringley, is up to bat for Morristown. And he bounced one right back to uh, the pitchers last time up and uh, was easily threw him out. Here's the pitch curb, nearly hits him, but it's going to be a ball inside for ball number one. 1 1 count for number 11, Bryson Ringley, the left hander. I like what Kerr's doing, Clayton, inside corner. Batter's not going to do anything with that. Well, and he's also at the advantage of only being at 34 pitches here in the bottom of the fourth inning. He's got plenty. He's got 50 more if he wants them. Here's the windup in the pitch. Strike number two evens the count. Put that one on the outside corner. So 2-2 count to Ringley here with one out in the bottom of the fourth inning. Columbia leads two to nothing. Here's the windup in the pitch from Kerr outside for ball number three. Close. Very, very close. Here's the windup and the pitch. Hard hit ball to left. In the foul territory and unable to handling or who uh, Yeah. Will Davis not able to handle the ball. Yeah, I think, and I think Gunner may have had a little better angle on it, but uh, anything hit close to Will, he's he's going after it today. So a good at bat here by number eleven, Bryson Ringler. It's a full count with one out, bottom of the fourth. Here's the windup and the pitch. Hard hit up the middle. That'll be a single as DJ Parks will get the baseball and throw it into Ethan Sisk. And now coming up to bat now, for Morristown will be number 99, Colin Rouse. Yeah, this is a big hitter. He hit a deep fly ball to center he last sure time did. up. So a runner on first base with one out. Bottom of the fourth, here's Rouse. Here's the pitch from Kerr. That's going to be outside ball number one. Elijah's got to get back up, you know, in the count, ahead in the count early. Yes. Throwing way too many balls early in the count here in the fourth. Here's the pitch, and that's a hard hit ball. That is out of here. Home run by Colin Rouse, and that will tie the ball game at two to two. That's exactly what you didn't need. Nope. Nope. That's the one, one player on their team you got to be careful with. Now you just got to get these outs because you don't want the batting order to come back up to Rouse in the sixth inning. That's right. And Columbia's got to put some runs on the board, too. Yes, they do. So here's Nolan Sazmore. He'll step in the box, and he'll hit a hard shot to left field. That'll be picked up by Huffman. He's going for second, and he'll get there as a double by Nolan Sazmore. 
keeps the momentum going here for Morristown. Now we have a time on the field as Coach Devin Tumler will come out and speak. Yeah, they're starting to uh, they're starting to tee off on, on Elijah a little bit, hitting them hard. So, of course, these are their big hitters in the middle of the lineup. So. So it looks like we could see a change here. Let's see what happens. We're tied up at two in the bottom of the fourth inning. Morristown just hits a two-run home run by Colin Rouse to tie the ball game. And they're going to stay with Kerr. Kerr's going to stay on the mound. He's going to try to work his way out of it. And coming up to bat is the pitcher for Morristown, number six, Wyatt Jones. And he hit a, a bouncer right back to the shortstop his first time up. We've uh, got a force at second on the lead runner. Here's the pitch fouled off and out of play for strike number one. Return on foul balls. Kerr, 42 pitches in. Here's the pitch, swing and a miss, strike number two. So he's way ahead here, 0-2 on Jones. Runner on second is Sizemore. One out, bottom of the fourth, we're tied at two. Hard hit ball to short. Griffin Cameron gets it, gets the out at first. And that's out number two as Sizemore advances to third. And now coming to the plate for Morristown will be number four, Kipton Smith. Now batting number four, Kipton Smith. Columbia needing it out in the worst way possible. Here's the pitch from Kerr. Strike number one. Kipton Smith looking to give Morristown the lead. He's down 0-1 to Kerr. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss for strike number two. So, again, Elijah's way ahead in the count, 0-2, runner at third. Just don't give him anything good to hit. Here's the windup and the pitch. Hard hit ball to center field, and it's going to drop in, and that'll score a run for Morristown as Sizemore will come in from third and that'll give them a 3-2 lead. Now batting number 27, Trooper Raider. So Trooper Raider steps into the box for Morristown. They've scored three unanswered runs here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Here's the pitch from Kerr. Ball's outside for ball number one. Check that ball number two. Here's the pitch from Kerr. Inside and high for ball number three. 
So a 3-0 count to Trooper Raider. Here's the windup and the pitch. Strike number one right down the middle. Yeah, he hit one to the shortstop that the shortstop mishandled for his first time up, so. Here's a foul ball off the left side for strike number two. It's going to make the count full for Trooper Raider. And he comes all the way back from the 3-0 and gets him to a full count. Here's the windup and pitch from Kerr. It's hard hit ball to short. Scooped up, and the out at second is made. So we'll head to the top of the fifth inning. Columbia needs to score some runs. They're down three to two. We'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. This is Adam Crowell, owner of Crowell Automotive. I started doing auto repair with my grandfather and cousin at Jenkins Auto Service when I was around 15. I try to personally do or supervise every repair in my shop. We do good, honest work at a fair price. We're rated five stars on Google. Come see us at 118 East 15th Street or give us a call at 931-797-2032. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Columbia American Little League here in the loser bracket championship game between Columbia and Morristown. Morristown with a 3-2 to two lead, as you see the fans all along down the left baseline. As Elijah Kerr will step into the box as Columbia down their final six outs. Got to get something going offensively. Here's a pitch inside for ball number one. The pitcher for Morristown is number six, Wyatt Jones. He started the game and is currently at 58 pitches. Here's the windup and the pitch outside. Swing and a miss for a strike number one. So a 1-1 count to Kerr. Here's the windup and the pitch from Jones, and that's a hard-hit ball to short. It's going to bounce. Rouse is going to pick it up, and he is safe at first base. Good job by Elijah Kerr to use his speed to get there in time. So we have a runner on here with no outs, and William Fields will step to the plate. He hit that deep in the hole at short. 
Shortstop Rouse made a great play on it, and it was close, a bang-bang play, but uh, Elijah was able to beat it out. Here's William Fields. He's going to show bunt. And he's going to pull back. It's going to go off the shin guard, and Kerr's going to move into second base don't, standing. Don't run over that bag, Elijah. You have the bad habit of overrunning the bag. <laughs> that was the sixth hit for Columbia. Fields ahead in the count, 1-0. His dad's the head coach, Billy Fields. Trying to get Columbia to the state championship game tonight at 8. Here's the windup in the pitch from Jones. He shows bunt. He's going to hit a pop fly down the line, and it's going to go foul. Thank goodness. Yeah, buddy. Ooh. So of, course, of course, Elijah would have been standing on third, though. I was afraid it's going to get caught. Yeah, I did, too, and that would have, that would have been a good thing. Here's Fields down in the count, one and two. Or it's one and one. Here's the, he squares up again, and he misses. Or they're going to say he foul tipped it. I believe so. Foul tip, so that makes it a one and two count. So Fields will be swinging now. Anything in the gap will score one. Here's the windup and pitch from Jones. Outside, here's a hard hit ground ball to second. It'll move Kerr to third, and that'll be one out for Columbia. And Will Davis up to the plate for the Columbia American yeah, Little League All-Stars. Will Will's got some power. We've seen him take him deep early in this tournament. He just needs to get something to the outfield, and uh, Elijah would be able to score. See what happens here. Davis hit a home run earlier in the week. Here's the windup and pitch and swing and a miss for strike number one. This is a case you got to make contact. You've got to make contact. Got to put it in play somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's Wyatt Jones. He'll throw. They're getting some time in pitching. They just got to get that hit in the right time, and uh, and I think they can do it. They definitely got the power. They've got good base runners, a lot of speed. Uh, like I said, the defense, especially the outfield defense, has been second to none. Morristown will go with number six, Wyatt Jones, tonight at pitcher. Columbia is the visiting team. Each Little League game is decided by a coin toss, no matter if even the next game between Nolensville and the winner of this one, it's, it's always decided by a coin toss. So the way it fell tonight, Columbia is the visiting team. Morristown, the home team. And it looks like Mr. Jones is ready to go, and that'll bring up Griffin Cameron leading off for Columbia. And, and Griffin's done pretty well in the tournament. Uh, hopefully he can keep it going. Uh, got a green blowing in from right field right now. So here's Griffin Cameron. Bats left. Leads all for Columbia. Outside pitch for a ball number one for Jones. And Griffin playing center field tonight for the Columbia Little League team. Your plate umpire tonight is Joseph Baldwin. Here's the pitch from Jones. That's going to be low ball number two. And he got it over just uh, a little bit too low. So, but uh, again, pitcher's got to settle into a groove. We'll see how Mr. Jones does as he moves along. Again, low pitch from Jones. 3-0 the count for Griffin Cameron. 
And Mr. Jones is a little frustrated right now. He thinks he's catching the top of that strike, bottom of the strike zone, but. That's outside ball number four, and Griffin Cameron, four pitches, four balls that will get on first base as a new batting lineup tonight from Columbia. We'll see Gunnar Huffman here in the number two spot. And I like, I like the decision to kind of move them around based on who's doing what. It's, uh, it's yeah. a good strategy. Huffman with the home run last night. Yes, he did. A missile out to left. That's going to be a strike on the outside corner for Gunnar Huffman. Wyatt Jones about to throw his sixth pitch of the ball game, and now we have a time called. And it looks like Bryson Ringley, the catcher, will go meet with Jones. want to welcome our audience, like we mentioned, on 103.7 WKRM and also online at Tennessee Sportsnet. We could be here for a while tonight, depending on how this one turns out. And we'll be happy to be here. Absolutely. Hope to be here tomorrow. I don't know if we had an equipment malfunction or something was going on. But the pitcher has made his way into the dugout, so. Well, he was already struggling with uh, his accuracy early. And taking a little break like that is probably not going to help. Maybe they'll give him a few warm-up pitches. We'll see. I don't know. I think it was uh, his decision to come off, so it may not. Well, he might have had uniform adjustment. That's what I think it was. So here's Wyatt Jones ahead 0-1 in the count. Here's a fly ball to right field. It's going to be in shallow right, and that will be out number one for Columbia. As number 13, Nash Cinnamon, makes the catch. That brings up number two, Ethan Sis. So Ethan Sis be batting third. Steps into the box. Griffin Cameron still at first. Here's the pitch from Jones. It's going to be high ball one. Well, he thought about it, but he checked his swing in time, and the ball rose a little high. One out here in the top of the first inning. We're just getting started here in the loser bracket final as that ball is going to be foul tipped by Sisk and evens the count at one. And we got a pretty decent crowd again tonight, Clayton. Uh, fans are definitely uh, turning out to watch these games. Absolutely. Here at Murray County Park, here's the pitch. That's going to be strike number two. They throw it down first to try to get Cameron. The yeah, ball got away from the first baseman a little bit, but didn't roll far enough away for him to be able to advance the second. Jones ahead in the count one and two on Sisk. Here's the windup and the pitch and a hit ball to shortstop. He filled it out at second. They go to first, but he will not get there in time with the baseball. And Ethan Sisk will be first or safe at first. And that'll bring up Ryan Whitehead, who... Now, Probably went the furthest up the batting order. But if you look at what he's done here in the state tournament, he's got one of the highest batting averages on the team. Yeah, he's been around the eighth position where he's been batting, but uh, he's been doing a good job. So, Two outs here in the top of the first inning. Columbia, the visitors here. And that's going to be a strike on the outside corner for strike number one. And one thing we... 
Lou and I have noticed about Ryan is he always seems to take that first pitch. Yes, he does. Jones now in the stretch. And the delivery. That's a hit ball, hard hit ball into the gap and dropped. Sisters going to round second, hit the third, and he'll get the hell of it. No, he's going to send him. He's going to send him, and he is going to get tagged out at home plate. Ah. That's a tough one. That's a great play, though, by Morristown to get the ball in. And that will end the top of the first inning. Columbia with an opportunity there. Not going to happen. We'll head to the bottom of the first. We'll be back right after this. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard. The same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg. We do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. This is Adam Crow, owner of Crow Automotive. I started doing auto repair with my grandfather and cousin at Jenkins Auto Service when I was around 15. I try to personally do or supervise every repair in my shop. We do good, honest work at a fair price. We're rated five stars on Google. Come see us at 118 East 15th Street or give us a call at 931-797-2032. Welcome back, everybody, to Tom McFarland Field here at the Columbia American Little League for the loser bracket final here at the Tennessee Little League State Tournament. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Terry Wilcox, Greg Bradley, and Lewis Maddox. And Columbia now will take the field as coming up to bat for Morristown will be number two, Caleb Shepard. He'll see a pitch from Elijah Kerr, a bunt. He throws it to first base, and the out is made as Ethan Sis moved over from his second base position to cover the bag. So first pitch bunt for Shepard will give an out to Columbia. And coming up from Morristown will be number 11, Bryson Ringley. And uh, we've seen that in this tournament. Uh, a lot of teams at Columbia did that when they went through a whole inning where they were bunting. And it, it forces the uh, infielders to be aware. Makes you make plays. Mm -hmm. Here's the pitch from Kerr right back up to him. He'll catch it, throw the first, and an out is made as Ryan Whitehead is at first base today mm -hmm. with Ethan Sisk at second. DJ Parks will be at short. Third base is Will Davis. Left field will be Gunnar Huffman. And center will be Griffin Cameron. And in right field will be Lucas Barr. So here's Colin Rouse. We saw Colin yesterday pitch for Morristown against Nolansville. And that's a swing and a miss strike number one on Rouse. 
Elijah Kerr with the start. He threw a couple of pitches last night at the end of that game, but still eligible to pitch today. And we'll probably see Elijah go the distance if possible. Here's a half foul ball out to the right side. It'll go out of play for strike number two. O2 count to Rouse. And the windup and the pitch from Kerr outside, ball number one. And I tell you, Colin Rouse looks like a decent, decent hitter. I have not seen him. I missed last night's game, but uh, he looks like he's got some power. He does. He does. And that's why he's batting third in the lineup. William Fields behind the plate today for Columbia. Here's the windup and the pitch from Kerr. That's a hard ball hit to left center field. Under it is Griffin Cameron and making the third out of the inning. So after one, Columbia zero, Morristown zero. We head to two. We'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Erie Insurance welcomes Foster Insurance Agency to its list of professional independent agents. Give Mike Ford or Jimmy Ford a call today at Foster Insurance. Foster Insurance Agency has been in business since 1952 and offers a complete line of Erie products, including home, auto, commercial products, and life insurance. Come by Foster Insurance Agency at 204 West 4th Street in Columbia or give us a call at 931 931- Smith hitting fourth tonight, or fifth, excuse me, for Columbia. Been hitting in the two spot most of the tournament. Yeah, he's the most powerful hitter we got, but he struggled. He has, he has. 1-1 count, here's the pitch, strike number two. Yeah, he kind of held up on the change up there, off speed, and then I only got a little bit of speed to it, and he wasn't ready for it, I don't think. I look for an off speed pitch right here. Here's the pitch, fouled off to the left side. Makes the count one and two here in the top of the second inning. Clayton Harris alongside Lewis Maddox. 
Terry Wilcox, Greg Bradley, and uh, again, Lewis Maddox is on the injured reserve tonight with a, uh, a throat issue, but he's with us here. As the, yeah, you're fighting through it. I appreciate it too, man. More yeah. than you know. And lose tough, I'm telling you. 2-2 two, two count, outside ball there for Branham. The pitcher, Jones, right down the middle, strike number three. And that's uh, very yeah, uncharacteristic of Branham. Elijah. You know, we, we talked about that yesterday, that Columbia needs to get aggressive in the batter's box. They're watching too many pitches go in for strikes. Here's yeah. a, go ahead, Terry. I was going to say, he watched all three of them, never swung, so. Yep. That's first, tough. First pitch is outside and low for ball one. Yeah, Elijah Kerr up to bat for Columbia, also on the mound today. Strike number two. So a one-two count here to Kerr. Here's the delivery from Jones, swinging and a miss. <laughs> that's going to be strike number two, one-two. And he had such an off-speed pitch, and Elijah was way out in front of it. Here's Wyatt Jones from the stretch. Low in the dirt for ball two, two-two count. Columbia got off to a hot start last night. Got up four to nothing tonight. Zero to zero so far between Morristown and Columbia. We're in the top of the second. Here's Kerr, two-two count. Outside ball three. Elijah's got a pretty good eye. He's a, if, if they're not across that plate, he usually doesn't swing. Full count for Kerr. As Jones is in the stretch, here's the pitch. Swing and a miss strike, number three. And that'll be the second out here in the top of the second. William Fields. Here's the catcher, William Fields, up to bat for Columbia. Wyatt Jones currently at 24 pitches. Here's the pitch. That's going to be a ball outside and a little high. And the third baseman is uh, that first pitch was cheating in quite a bit. I think he thinks he's going to lay one down, possibly. The winner set to take on Nolensville directly after this game. That's going to be a ball outside. <clears throat> Nolensville already here, as I would be too, watching to see who they're going to play. Yep. 2 0 count to Fields. Here's the pitch from Jones, a hard hit ball that's going to go. Up and out at shortstop as number 99, Rouse, made the play. We're going to head to the bottom of the second inning. Both teams scoreless. We'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales, is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Hi, this is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 1340 and 103.7 WKRM Columbia. And welcome back, everybody, here at Tom McFarland Field for the Tennessee Little League State Tournament. We're here in the bottom of the second inning in a scoreless ball game. And here is Elijah Kerr's first pitch. It'll be a ball number one. As the batter is number 12, Nolan Sizemore for Morristown. Clayton Harris alongside Terry Wilcox, Lewis Maddox, and Greg Bradley. Second pitch from Kerr is going to be a bouncer towards short and missed by D.J. Parks. Took a bad spin and just unable. died there. Yeah. Oh, going to pop up. So that'll get, uh, that'll get Sizemore on first base. Number six, Wyatt. Jones. As Morristown pitcher Wyatt Jones is up to bat. I think Elijah almost went after that, and then he figured DJ had it. But uh, like you said, it uh, he kind of overran it a little bit. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss strike number one on Jones. And the big thing we've noticed is tournament. The catchers all seem to have very good arms. Yes, they do. Here's a pitch and a foul ball off to the right side, and Jones is now down 0-2 in the count. Please return all foul balls to the field. Kerr got through that first inning with only six pitches. Yeah, that was amazing. Here's pitch number 11, 0-2 count. Hard hit ball is third. Plays made it for second and a first, and he came off the bag. Barely did Ryan Whitehead, and... That'll make Jones safe at first, but a great play there by Will Davis at third base on the snag. Yeah, it would have been a close call, I think, regardless, but uh, coming off the bag definitely made him safe. Here's Kipton Smith. Here's a ground ball again to uh, Parks. Parks tries to make the double play and unable to. He does get the out at second, though, for the second out of here of the bottom of the inning here in the second. 
You know, DJ right there, if he had it to do over, probably should have just ran and stepped on the bag and then made the throw himself. And he's got such good speed, he could have, he would have been coming over the bag, it would have been a right. better angle. Absolutely, his momentum was taking him that yep. way. So two outs here in the bottom of the second, a runner on first base. And a ball call. It's been a little off. Oh, number 27, Trooper Raider. It's a cool name. Yeah. Here's the pitch from Kerr. Hard hit ball again to the shortstop. Kerr, or to Parks. And Whitehead's going to drop the ball at first base. And that cannot happen. That was it. DJ had just had to step on the bag at second and get the force. That would have been the quicker play. So Kerr should have been out of this inning. Maybe with maybe 12 pitches, and now he's up to 14. As Nash Cinnamon will step into the plate for Morristown. Swing and a miss, strike number one. Runners yeah. on the corner. And DJ has had some uncharacteristically uh, bad plays twice this inning, but he'll come back. Got to shake it off. Yep. No harm, no foul yet. Take care of this batter. That's the only focus. Mm-hmm. Kerr up in the count, 0-1. Cinnamon the batter for Morristown. The pitch, hard hit ball again to Parks. Bobbles it. Gets it to second and gets the third out of the inning. We head to the top of the third. It's scoreless here between Columbia and Morristown. We'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Murray Regional Health has announced some big plans for the future. On June 30th, the health system announced its first major construction project at Murray Regional Medical Center in approximately 20 years. The $115 million facility improvement plan will enhance our patient experience and expand access to care for our patients. It's an exciting time at Murray Regional Health, and we hope you'll stand with us as we embark on this renovation and expansion plan. Learn more by visiting murrayregional.com slash big plans. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. That's WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia. And welcome back, everybody. Sounds like we're at a nightclub, but I'm Clayton Harris alongside Terry Wilcox, <laughs> Lewis Maddox, and Greg Bradley. For today's coverage of the Tennessee Little League State tournament. Will Davis up to bat for Columbia here in the top of the third inning. Here's a hard hit ball into the right center field gap. And Will will hold up at first base and that's a single to start off the top of the third. 
Wyatt Jones still in the mound for Morristown. Again, good defensive out. Hopefully uh, play good defense there. They got the ball quickly. Normally Will is on second in those hits. DJ Parks last night hit a bomb that hit the fence. Let's see if he can do it again. He's going to square up, and he's going to bunt it right down the first baseline, and it's just going to go foul. But a good attempt there by DJ. Wouldn't be surprised to see him do it again. Yeah, and it, he, would, he would have easily beat that out if it had stayed fair. So the forces pitcher to come over, so the first baseman covers. So an 0-1 count to DJ Parks. As Wyatt Jones will now throw from the windup. Here's the pitch. Ooh, inside ball one. Definitely going to put it towards first if he does bunt. The third baseman is almost shaking hands with him by the time the pitch gets there. DJ trying to move the runner over to second. Here's the pitch. He'll put it down third base. Good bunt. Runs over to first, and they'll get the out. He nearly got there in time. But D.J. Parks will do his job and move the runner to second base. So now Ben Southworth will step to the plate. Will Davis at second with one out here in the top of the third inning. Columbia and Morristown. Winner goes to face Nolensville after this game. That ball's going to get away from the catcher, and Will Davis will stand up at third as Ringley unable to corral the baseball. So now if your coach, Devin Simler, does your strategy here with Southworth change? Maybe he puts one down. Here's the pitch, swing and a miss, strike number one. Yeah, he left nothing to chance there. He was swinging away. 1-1 one, one count to Ben Southworth. He waits for the pitch from Wyatt Jones. Jones in the windup. And the delivery, swing and a miss, strike two. He took a little bit off that one and had him way out in front of it. Here's Southworth. One, two, count. Outside, swing, no swing, but a strike three call. And that'll be the second out of the inning. And that's tough. you got to make contact in that situation. He's just got to stop stepping out of the box. Every time he swings. Here's Charlie Gardner. He'll step in. Will Davis on third with two outs. Here's the pitch outside, ball number one to Charlie. Wyatt Jones up to 36 pitches here in the third inning for Morristown. Here's the pitch, hard hit ball, that's fair, it's going to score a run. Will Davis will come in and score, and Charlie Gardner will hit an RBI single to put Columbia on the board first as they take a 1-0 lead over Morristown. It's a good hit for Chuck. Sure was, a high hopper well over the third baseman's head and definitely in fair territory. And again, the defense, the outfield hustles that ball in, holds, holds them to a single. It's a good hit ball. Just saw the replay go over the third baseman's head. That's an outside pitch for ball number one to Lucas Barr. Lucas Barr up to bat for Columbia. Outside, ball two. 
at the top of the order on deck. This will be the 40th pitch from Jones. Here's the pitch, and it's going to be fouled off and hits bar. About a dollar for every time a batter was hit with a foul ball. Well, I'll tell you. Man. Probably have like 10 bucks. You don't have to pay for shin pads. About 20. We probably have about 20 if you took the whole tournament. You're right. Two and one count. Ball three. He's going to be high and inside of the Lucas bar. Yeah, he tried to try to bring that slow pitch in, and it just got away from him. Three one count. Here's the pitch from Jones. It's going to be hit hard to first base, and the catch will be made by number 12, Nolan Sizemore, and that will take us to the bottom of the third inning. Columbia gets a run. They lead one to nothing over Morristown. We'll be back right after this. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Welcome back, everybody, to the bottom of the third inning here at the Tennessee Little League State Tournament. Clayton Harris alongside Lewis Maddox, Terry Wilcox, and Greg Bradley as strike number one is thrown to number five, Cooper Kinsler. Elijah Kerr on the mound for Columbia. They lead one to nothing here in the bottom of the third inning. Here's a pitch, hard hit, ground ball to third. Will Davis gets it, throws it to first, and the play is made. And that will be out number one as Brandon Smith has moved or come off the bench to first base, and he makes the catch there for out number one for Columbia. Yeah, nice play by Will Davis. It was to his right, and he just almost kind of backhanded it and scooped it up, threw him out in plenty of time. And it, the gentleman ran fast, too. So Check that out number one for Morristown. As Cinnamon up to bat, another ball hit down towards third. Will's going to pick it up barehanded. First base and got him. As number 21, Lane Cinnamon hit a little dribbler down third. Will picked it up barehanded, threw it to first base. And that is out number two. That was a rocket. And Elijah Kerr thought about taking it, but when he saw Will charging, he let it go. It was a good choice. Here's number 42, Isaac DeLugos. And that's going to be a ball number one from Elijah Kerr. It was speed on that one. It popped that mat, that mitt there. 
Elijah at 20 pitches. As you see the replay of the play there by Will Davis. A great job. Another dribbler down third. And he's going to let it. Ah, it's going to stay fair. He tried to. It was going towards the chalk and then kind of straightened out. And that will put on first base number 42, Isaac DeLugos. That's about all he could do right there. I tell you, that's a tough play. That's a tough play. So here's Jake Davis. Davis at the plate for Morristown. Runner on first. Two outs here in the bottom of the third. Swing and a miss strike number one. Elijah Kerr so far has pitched a gym. 22 pitchers so far. It's amazing. He winds up and delivers. Here's a foul ball off the netting by Davis for strike number two. Jeff Whiteley at third base today. Jeremy Haywood at second. And Derek Crawford over at first base. Joseph Baldwin, the plate umpire today. 0-2 count. Here's the pitch from Kerr. Outside ball number one close. to Davis. Jake Davis. One-two count. Waits from the call from Fields at catcher. The windup and the pitch high outside. Ball two. It evens the count at two apiece. Kerr in the windup. Here's the pitch. Hard hit ball to right field. Lucas Bars on it and makes the play in foul territory for the third out. As that will end the third inning, we head to the top of the fourth. Columbia leads one to nothing over Morristown. We'll be back right after this. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 103.7 FM WKRM, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back, everybody, to Columbia American Little League. As you're seeing a replay of the final out there in the third inning by Lucas Barr, great job getting over there. In foul territory for the third out. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Lewis Maddox, Terry Wilcox, and Greg Bradley on the call. As we are starting the top of the fourth inning, and Columbia is back to the top of their lineup as Griffin Cameron will come up to bat. Here's the pitch 
from Wyatt Jones. It's low and outside for ball number one. And Griffin drew a walk his first at bat, so he's uh, 0 for 0. Hey, he did his job. He got That's on right. base being the leadoff batter. Here's Jones in the stretch. A hard hit ball that's going to get through. Shortstop out to center field. And that'll be a single for Griffin Cameron to start things off here in the top of the fourth. And coming up to bat now is number 12, Gunner Huffman. Gunner, as we mentioned in the first inning, big three-run home run last night against Lexington. Give Columbia a 4-0 lead in the first inning. He's going to show bunt, pulls back for ball number one. In the first inning, he got under one a little bit and popped it up to the center fielder. So 0 for 1 on the day so far is Huffman. Griffin, Cameron at first. Top of the fourth, he shows bunt, and it's going to foul it off back behind him on the screen for strike number one. Not a very good attempt at that one. Huffman with a 1-1 count. Here's Jones. Wyatt Jones with the delivery. He's going to try to bunt again. Pulls back for ball number two. So a 2-1 count to Gunnar Huffman. Columbia leads 1-0 with a runner on first here in the top of the fourth inning. Winner moves on to play Nolensville at 8 o'clock. Here's the pitch. And a bunt down first base. Huffman's going to run and get thrown out at first, and Griffin Cameron's going to make it. Oh, over to third! The ball goes past the third baseman, and Griffin Cameron will score! A great play and strategy by Coach Devin Simler. The third baseman crashed. Griffin was going to third the entire time. A wild pitch goes out, or a, a, a wild throw goes out into left field, and that brings Cameron home for a run. We'll take the out and get the run that Columbia leads two to nothing. Yeah, the problem they had is the third baseman charged way in on the bunt, and the shortstop was trying to cover the bag, and he was running neck to neck with, with Gunner. Well, the second baseman had gone to cover first. Yep. The shortstop went to cover second. Third baseman was still in the grass. Yeah. Here's a hard hit ball by Sisk that's going to be caught in center for out number two. So two outs here in the top of the fourth inning. Columbia leads two to nothing, and Ryan Whitehead will now step into the batter's box for Columbia. Ryan plated the double his first time up. Unfortunately, uh, the runner got thrown out at home plate, but... And Ryan has definitely showed why he's moved up in the lineup. Here's Whitehead against Jones. Pitch high and outside, ball one. one count to Ryan Whitehead. Here's the pitch by Jones, high and outside for ball number two. Wyatt Jones is at 51 pitches so far here in the top of the fourth inning. Here's the pitch. High ball three. Three and no count to Ryan Whitehead. And Jones, you can tell his body language, he's, he's frustrated. frustrated. He's frustrated. Yeah. Here's the windup and the pitch. And that's strike number one. 
And you know Ryan was taken all the way on that pitch. I think if I'm them, I'm going to take another one. I don't think he can throw two strikes in a row. Here's Whitehead, way ahead, 3-1 count. Low ball in the dirt, it looked like, and that's going to be a swing and a miss for strike number two, so a full count. I think the umpire had just a little words with the pitcher just to probably remind him to settle down. Yep. So here's Whitehead, full count, 3-2. Columbia added one here in the top of the fourth. They lead 2 to nothing. Here's the windup and the pitch and swing and a miss, or a foul ball. It's going to be oh. foul tipped. Yeah, if it's close, Ryan, we'll be swinging. Here's Whitehead, full count. Two outs in the top of the fourth. Here's the pitch outside. It's a hard hit ball. It's going to get up. down in center field, and that'll be a single for Ryan Whitehead as Branham Smith will now come to the plate for Columbia. And I think, Ryan, I think Branham will be swinging this time. number 24, Branham Smith. So that's going to be 56 pitches so far for number six, Wyatt Jones from Morristown as Brandon Smith steps into the box. Here's a hard hit ball to shortstop, and it'll be play will be made over to first base for out number three. We'll head to the bottom of the fourth inning. Columbia leads Morristown two to nothing. We'll be back right after this. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. Hi, this is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 1340 and 103.7 WKRM, Columbia. And welcome back, everybody, as we're about to begin the bottom of the fourth inning here at Columbia American Little League. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Terry Wilcox, Lewis Maddox, and Greg Bradley here on the broadcast tonight. As we have Griffin Cameron, it looks like, moving the shortstop. DJ Parks is at center. You want to mention a lot of people here tonight. A lot of people here still coming in. Winner will take on Nolensville at 8 o'clock. As the first pitch to Kerr, for Kerr is ball number one. As up to bat for Morristown is number two, Caleb Shepard. And Caleb tried to lay down that bunt the first time. 
which uh, we were able to throw him out. It's going to be a ball number two, high and inside. Shepard, the leadoff batter for Morristown. Pitch outside, ball number three. Kerr has not walked anybody yet and not looking to do so here. Here's a pitch, strike number one. Yeah, he's got pretty good command of his pitches. He's uh, just trying to get a little too cute with that with the first few pitches here. And they want him putting in a three-and-one count. Three-and-one count to Shepard. Here's the pitch from Kerr. Hard fly ball to right field, and up under it is Lucas Barr for out number one here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Well, he was in position in the right spot. He didn't even have to move. Now batting number 11, Bryson Ringley. So anyway, you look at it, Columbia, eight outs away from advancing to the state championship game. Here's a pitch inside for a strike as number 11, Bryson Ringley, is up to bat for Morristown. And he bounced one right back to uh, the pitchers last time up and uh, was easily through him out. Here's the pitch curb, nearly hits him, but it's going to be a ball inside for ball number one. One-one count for number 11, Bryson Ringley, like the left-hander. I like what Kerr's doing, Clayton, inside corner. Batter's not going to do anything with that. Well, and he's also at the advantage of only being at 34 pitches here in the bottom of the fourth inning. He's got plenty. He's got 50 more if he wants them. Here's the windup in the pitch. Strike number two evens the count. Put that one on the outside corner. So 2-2 count to Ringley here with one out in the bottom of the fourth inning. Columbia leads two to nothing. Here's the windup in the pitch from Kerr outside for ball number three. Close. Very, very close. Here's the windup and the pitch. Hard hit ball to left. In the foul territory and unable to handling or who uh, Yeah. Will Davis not able to handle the ball. Yeah, I think and, I think Gunner may have had a little better angle on it, but uh, anything hit close to Will, he's he's going after it today. So a good at bat here by number eleven, Bryson Ringler. It's a full count with one out, bottom of the fourth. Here's the windup and the pitch. Hard hit up the middle. That'll be a single as DJ Parks will get the baseball and throw it into Ethan Sisk. And now coming up to bat for Morristown will be number 99, Colin Rouse. This is a big hitter. He hit a deep fly ball to center last time up. So a runner on first base with one out. Bottom of the fourth, here's Rouse. Here's the pitch from Kerr. That's going to be outside ball number one. Elijah's got to get back up, you know, in the count, ahead in the count early. Yes. Throwing way too many balls early in the count here in the fourth. Here's the pitch, and that's a hard hit ball. That's gone. That is out of here. Home run by Colin Rouse, and that will tie the ball game at 2 to two.
exactly what you didn't need. Nope. nope. That's the one, that's the one player on their team you got to be careful with. Now you just got to get these outs because you don't want the batting order to come back up to Rouse in the sixth inning. That's right. And Columbia's got to put some runs on the board, too. Yes, they do. So here's Nolan Sazmore. He'll step in the box, and he'll hit a hard shot to left field. That'll be picked up by Huffman. He's going for second, and he'll get there as a double by Nolan Sazmore. Keeps the momentum going here for... Morristown. Now we have a time on the field as Coach Devin Sumler will come out and speak. Yeah, they're starting to uh, they're starting to tee off on, on Elijah a little bit, hitting them hard. So, of course, these are their big hitters in the middle of the lineup. So, so it looks like we could see a change here. Everybody clap your hands. Let's see what happens. We're tied up at two in the bottom of the fourth inning. Morristown just hits a two-run home run by Colin Rouse to tie the ball game. And they're going to stay with Kerr. Kerr's going to stay on the mound. He's going to try to work his way out of it. And coming up to bat is the pitcher for Morristown, number six, Wyatt Jones. It'll bounce right back to the shortstop his first time up. Uh, we've got a force at second on the lead runner. Here's the pitch fouled off and out of play for strike number one. Return on foul balls. Kerr, 42 pitches in. Here's the pitch, swing and a miss, strike number two. So he's way ahead here, 0-2. On Jones, runner on second is Sizemore. One out, bottom of the fourth. We're tied at two. Hard hit ball to short. Griffin Cameron gets it, gets the out at first. And that's out number two as Sizemore advances to third. And now coming to the plate for Morristown will be number four, Kipton Smith. Now, batting number four, Kipton Smith. Columbia needing it out in the worst way possible. Here's the pitch from Kerr. Strike number one. Kipton Smith looking to give Morristown the lead. He's down 0-1 to Kerr. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss for strike number two. So again, Elijah's way ahead in the count, 0-2, runner at third. Just don't give him anything good to hit. Here's the windup and the pitch, hard hit ball to center field, and it's gonna drop in, and that'll score a run for Morristown as Sizemore will come in from third, and that'll give them a three to two lead. Now batting number 27, Trooper Raider. So Trooper Raider steps into the box for Morristown. 
They've scored three unanswered runs here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Here's the pitch from Kerr. Ball's outside for ball number one. Check that ball number two. Here's the pitch from Kerr. Inside and high for ball number three. So a 3-0 count to Trooper Raider. Here's the windup and the pitch. Strike number one right down the middle. Yeah, he hit one to the shortstop that the shortstop mishandled for his first time up, so. Here's a foul ball off the left side for strike number two. It's gonna make the count full for Trooper Raider. And he comes all the way back from the 3-0 and gets him to a full count. Here's the windup and pitch from Kerr. It's hard hit ball to short. Scooped up, and the out at second is made. So we'll head to the top of the fifth inning. Columbia needs to score some runs. They're down three to two. We'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. This is Adam Crowell, owner of Crowell Automotive. I started doing auto repair with my grandfather and cousin at Jenkins Auto Service when I was around 15. I try to personally do or supervise every repair in my shop. We do good, honest work at a fair price. We're rated five stars on Google. Come see us at 118 East 15th Street or give us a call at 931-797-2032. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Columbia American Little League here in the loser bracket championship game between Columbia and Morristown. Morristown with a 3-2 to two lead. As you see, the fans all along down the left baseline. As Elijah Kerr will step into the box as Columbia down their final six outs. Got to get something going offensively. Here's a pitch inside for ball number one. 
The pitcher for Morristown is number six, Wyatt Jones. He started the game and is currently at 58 pitches. Here's the windup and the pitch outside. Swing and a miss for a strike number one. So a 1-1 count to Kerr. Here's the windup and the pitch from Jones, and that's a hard-hit ball to short. It's going to bounce. Rouse is going to pick it up, and he is safe at first base. Good job by Elijah Kerr to use his speed to get there in time. So we have a runner on here with no outs, and William Fields will step to the plate. He hit that deep in the hole at short. Shortstop Rouse made a great play on it, and it was close. a bang-bang play, but uh, Elijah was able to beat it out. Here's William Fields. He's going to show bunt. And he's going to pull back. It's going to go off the shin guard, and Kerr's going to move into second base standing. Don't run over that bag, Elijah. You have the bad habit of overrunning the bag. (laughs) That was the sixth hit for Columbia. Fields ahead in the count 1-0. His dad's the head coach, Billy Fields. Trying to get Columbia to the state championship game tonight at 8. Here's the windup in the pitch from Jones. He shows bunt. He's going to hit a pop fly down the line, and it's going to go foul. Thank goodness. Yeah, buddy. Ooh. Of course, Elijah would have been standing on third, though. I was afraid it's going to get caught. Yeah, I did, too, and that that wouldn't have been a good thing. Here's Fields down in the count, one and two. Or it's one and one. Here's the, He squares up again, and he misses. Or they're going to say he foul tipped it. I believe so. Foul tip, so that makes it a one and two count. So Fields will be swinging now. Anything in the gap will score one. Here's the windup and pitch from Jones. Outside here's a hard hit ground ball to second. It'll move Kerr to third, and that'll be one out for Columbia. And Will Davis up to the plate for the Columbia American Little League All-Stars. Will's got some power. We've seen him take him deep early in this tournament. He just needs to get something to the outfield, and uh, Elijah would be able to score. See what happens here. Davis hit a home run earlier in the week. Here's the wind-up and pitch and swing and a miss for strike number one. This is a case you got to make contact. You've got to make contact. Got to put it in play somewhere, mm-hmm. yeah. Here's Wyatt Jones. He'll throw from the wind-up. Ball's low and outside for ball number one. But I know we're asking for a lot. He's got to make sure he throws to him. Try not to swing at any balls. 1-1 count for Will Davis. Here's the pitch from Jones. Outside ball two. There you go. Now that's it. Just don't chase any bad pitches. As Jones puts his hands on his hips. Two and one count to Davis. Here's the pitch from Jones. It's inside for ball three. So a big pitch coming up to Will Davis.
Here's the pitch from Jones. It's fouled mm -hmm. off, and it'll make the count full at three and two. Yeah, bounce right off a little concrete barrier back here. Umpire just checking, making sure there's no mix in it. So a full count to Will Davis with one out, runner at third, trying to tie the ball game. Biggest pitch of the game so far. Here's the pitch. Hard hit, ball to short. It's going to score Kerr to tie the game, and that'll be the second out as Columbia ties the game at three. Three to three in the top of the fifth inning. Will did his job there, put it on the ground, scored a run, it ties us up as DJ Park steps in to the box. And that's a foul ball down the right side for strike number one for DJ. Low scoring affair. Very much so. Game moving along pretty quickly until this inning. The last inning, I mean. Here's the pitch and swing and a miss for strike two for DJ Parks. Uh, took a lot off that one, and DJ was way out in front of it. 0 2 count for DJ. You know, kind of what we expected a 3 3 tie, both teams with six hits. Here's the pitch outside for ball one to DJ Parks. Didn't miss by much. Here's the pitch inside for ball two. Evens the count. Big thing about DJ is he's obviously the fastest runner on the team. Quite, uh, Lou and I have been talking about him all year. But he's got to get on. And DJ's going to call time. Yeah, pitcher took a little bit more time than he wanted, and he wisely stepped out. Here we go. Here's the windup and the pitch. Outside for ball three. So a full count. DJ was down 0-2 and, and has now made the count full. Three balls and two strikes. I like what our batters are doing. That pitcher is now at 75 pitches. He's got 10 left. Yeah, rack them up. Here's Parks. Swing and a miss for strike number three. And that'll do it for the top of the fifth inning. We're tied up at three. We go to the bottom of the fifth. Columbia three, Morristown three. We'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Erie Insurance welcomes Foster Insurance Agency to its list of professional independent agents. Give Mike Ford or Jimmy Ford a call today at Foster Insurance. Foster Insurance Agency has been in business since 1952 and offers a complete line of Erie products, including home, auto, commercial products, and life insurance. Come by Foster Insurance Agency at 204 West 4th Street in Columbia or give us a call at 931-388-8365 for all your insurance needs or visit our website, www 
www.fosterins.com. Hi, this is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 1340 and 103.7 WKRM Columbia. And welcome back, everybody, as we're about to start the bottom of the fifth inning here in the Losers Bracket Championship game between Columbia and Morristown. We are tied at three apiece. I'm Clayton Harris, alongside Lewis Maddox, Terry Wilcox, and Greg Bradley, bringing you the call from Columbia American Little League. The winner looking to move on to the 8 o'clock game tonight against Nolansville, which will be in the championship game. And club got a few... Adjustments and a new pitcher on the mound we for do. Columbia. Will Davis now on the mound. Elijah Kerr at shortstop. Griffin Cameron at second. And Ethan Siss moves to third. Brandon Smith at first. Lucas Barr in right. DJ Parks in center. Gunnar Huffman in left. William William Fields is your catcher. That's a pitch inside for ball number one to number 13. Nash Cinnamon. And here's Davis with the windup and the pitch inside ball number two. Now, Will's got to settle down here and start throwing some strikes, so don't give him any freebies, especially when you're in the bottom half of the lineup. Here's the windup and the pitch from Davis. That's going to be ball number three. count. Here's the pitch. Strike number one. And Will took a lot off of that pitch. He did. Yeah. And we seen Will earlier in this uh, tournament and I uh, pitched fairly well when he was on the mound earlier. I believe I'll do that again. Fouled off Cinnamon for strike two. Here's another dollar, Clayton. I'm telling you. Morristown has Caleb Shepard warming up. Yeah. You're going to be 100 there before you know it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We go into it tomorrow. It's a possibility. Yeah. yeah he's walking and trying to walk it off a little bit. That's that sting, especially right off the inside of your foot there. Yeah, we've had a bunch of those mm-hmm. those hits off the ankles and the foots and the yep. knees. We need to buy some of those guards for these guys. And we've had a couple of catchers get uh, foul tips as well. Both of the Columbia catchers have. So some activity in the Columbia bullpen as well as Ben Southworth is going to go out there and warm up. So full count here for Nash Cinnamon. Here's Davis with the delivery and the pitch. Fouled off down the right side. Nearly takes out Megan Smith. Almost got our photographer there. And speaking of Megan and photography, (laughs) if your team played in this tournament and you want to see pictures, go to the Columbia American Little League Facebook page here in the next couple of days. Megan does a great job. There's going to be many, many pictures out there that are going to be available to see. She sure does. So go to the Columbia American Little League Facebook page to check that out. A 3-2 count here to Sunniman. Here's the pitch from Davis. Strike number three as he hits the outside corner, and that's out number one here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Good pitch right there. Now they need to uh, try to have a 1-2-3 inning if they can. Here's Cooper Kinsler. He'll step into the plate. 
With one out here in the bottom of the fifth inning, Morristown and Columbia tied at three. Here's the pitch from Davis. He shows bunt, and they're going to call it high and outside. As the 120 umpires in the stand, <laughs> ooh and ah. Here's the pitch from Davis. Outside ball two. Yeah, Cooper hit one that Will made a great play on his last time up. Here's Will Davis, 2-0 count. The pitch, strike number one to Kinsler. Yeah, boy, had him backing out of that one, but it was right there in the inside corner. Yeah, he was trying to get the official to call that yeah. one a ball. Jumping back like that. That's going to be ball three outside, three and one. Cannot afford to walk here if you're Columbia. No. Here's the pitch. Strike number two on the outside corner to Kinsler. That pitch right there, bro. Makes it a full count. You know, he didn't come down the middle. He shot that outside corner, and he made it. Yeah, Here's he Davis. Oh, inside for ball four. That was very close. Where are they at in their order, Terry? This is a uh, ten, ten out of, batter out of 12. Uh, he also hit one down to Will Davis at third his last time up. Will made two consecutive great plays when he was playing third. Ball number one. Yeah, Will's got to set a line, throw strikes. To Lane Cinnamon, number 21 for Morristown. One out here. We're runner on first. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. Wind up in the pitch from Davis. It's going to be a ball outside for ball number two. Here's Davis with the pitch. Hard hit ball to short. Play at second. Throws the first, not in time, but that is two away and a big out there for Columbia. As number 42, Isaac DeLugos. And his last time he had that nice bump down the third baseline that uh, will let roll and it never went foul, so he got a single out of it. Two outs, runner on first for Morristown. As this is the 11th batter, correct, Terry? Yes, it is. Outside ball number one. I wouldn't be surprised to see them uh, lay down that bunt again. Our third baseman is playing way back. I know there's two outs, but. Sun also in the third baseman's eyes as well. Here's the second pitch from Davis. That's going to be a swing and a miss for strike number one. And Will has got enough power. He should be able to overpower uh, this batter right here. He's the 11th out of 12 batters in the lineup. Here's a foul ball for strike number two. I can I can say DJ Parks has played a heck of a shortstop in every game I've seen. Yeah, no, he's in That's center Elijah, field. Yeah, he's in center now. Elijah Kerr is short. Oh, that's who it is. Yes. Kerr. Kerr. Hard hit ball. Kerr's going to backhand it. Throws it to second and gets the out. What a play. Greg just mentioned him. An unbelievable play by Elijah Kerr. He backhands the ball as you're seeing the replay of it now here from uh, the video feed that we have. 
Just incredible play by Elijah Kerr to get the second out or the third out here in the bottom of the fifth inning. We go to the top of the sixth, Columbia three, Morristown three. We'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. That's WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia. Welcome back, everybody. Top of the sixth inning here at the Tennessee State Little League Tournament. Columbia and Morristown tied at three. The winner looks to advance to play Nolansville at 8 o'clock in the championship game tonight here in Columbia. As Ben Southworth will get things going here in the top of the sixth. Wyatt Jones is on the mound. He's at 76 pitches. They're going to let him finish out. As Southworth steps into the box, he hits the ball in between the pitcher and shortstop. Shortstop gathers it and gets the out at first. And so one pitch and one out there for Wyatt Jones. That's kind of not what you're looking for. You You want to make him throw some pitches. So here comes Charlie Gardner. Charlie hit a base hit single earlier, an RBI single that knocked in a run. Get that high hopper right over third base. Here's the pitch from Jones. Fouled off behind the screen, 0-1. That's 78 pitches. We're tied at three. Columbia three, Morristown three. And you know they had Caleb Shepard in the bullpen earlier. It's an outside pitch for ball number one. And you're right, Shepard was warming up. You know, if they go with him... Columbia's going to have to remember exactly what he did last night when he came in. And a breaking ball for strike number two on Charlie Gardner as that was the 80th pitch by Wyatt Jones. Here's Jones. Winds up, delivers, hits a hard ball to short. It's gathered by Rouse, and it gets away. Charlie Gardner's going to second. And he'll wait there as a bad throw from Rouse is going to put Charlie Gardner at second base, and that's going to bring Lucas Barr up to the plate with one out here in the top of the six and a runner on second. Well, there's a big gap in the right center. Now, Columbia, number 10, Lucas Barr. Yes, there is. 
So here's Lucas. First pitch, high ball one. That's what you need to do. You got to work his count up. As you saw the replay earlier, just a bad throw in the dirt. Here's the pitch. Here's a ground ball over to the pitcher. It's going to move Gardner to third, and that'll be the second out as Griffin Cameron will now come up to bat for Columbia. And this will probably be it for, for number six, Wyatt Jones, as he is at 83 pitches. And Griffin uh, one for one. He had a single and scored the first one, the second run of the game for us, and he walked his first at bat. Swing and a miss, strike number one. Inside pitch by Jones. If Griffin's able to get on base, that will result in a new pitcher. Yes, it will. Here's the windup and the pitch. Hard hit ball that's going to hit off the glove. And it's going to score a run. And Griffin Cameron will be safe at first. And that will do it for Wyatt Jones as he has hit the 85 number. Ball just bounced and went off the top of Jones's glove. And Cameron beats out the throw to first. Here's the replay. A hard hit ball right up the middle. Looked off like the he, glove. Looks like he almost was looking at the where he was going to throw it. And uh, didn't pay anybody out. Took a high hop and uh, results in a run for Columbia. And he thought he had that ball. He, he hit he kicked the ball and he came down. Grabbed his inside of his glove and the ball wasn't there. So Columbia takes a 4-3 lead here in the top of the sixth inning. And it's going to be number two, Caleb Shepard, coming in to warm up for Morristown. We'll take a quick timeout, and we will be back right after this. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Welcome back, everybody, to the Columbia American Little League. I'm Clayton Harris alongside Terry Wilcox, Lewis Maddox, and Greg Bradley. As we're in the top of the sixth inning, Columbia with a 4-3 to lead over Morristown with two outs with a runner on first base, Griffin Cameron, and up to bat will be Gunnar Huffman after the warm-up pitches are complete for number two, Caleb Shepard. When they came, when they brought him in last night, he threw stuff down the middle. They're going to have to be looking for that. And they didn't keep him out there long because he got hit. 
Well, if you're Columbia, you got to take advantage of it if you can. Huffman has proven that he can go yard. Yes, he can. He hit one deep out. He set a field and then hit one right off the middle with the pitcher made a good play on his last time. So here's Gunnar Huffman. Columbia with a one-run lead, 4-3. to three. Here's Caleb Shepard on the mound for Morristown. Here's the windup. The pitch is high, ball number one. And, guys, that crucial two-run lead is at first base. Huffman, the batter for Columbia. Here's Shepard out of the stretch. Inside pitch, strike one. Yeah, I think Gunner was going to check him out, seeing what he had before he was going to decide to swing here. One-on-one count to Gunner. Here's Shepard with the pitch. High, ball number two as Griffin Cameron is going to get back to first after the throwdown to first base from the catcher, Ringley. So Huffman up in the count, two to one. Here's Shepard from the stretch, swing and a miss for strike number two. So a 2-2 count for Gunnar Huffman here in the top of the six with two outs. Runner at first base is Griffin Cameron. Here's Shepard. From the stretch and the delivery. Hard hit ball to right field. Pop fly. And the out is made. And that will be the third out. As we go to the bottom of the sixth inning, Columbia leads Morristown 4-3. We'll be back right after this. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard. The same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg. We do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And welcome back, everybody, to the bottom of the sixth inning between Columbia and Morristown. Columbia with a 4-3 to three lead, but Morristown with three outs to work with here to try to get a tie or win the game. The winner moves on to play Nolensville at eight. Stepping in the box is number seven, Jake Davis. Here's the pitch from Davis that's inside. 
for ball number one. Will Davis on the mound for Columbia. So it's a Davis versus Davis affair here in the bottom of the six. Here's a pitch swing and fouled off. Evens the count at one. And uh, Drake flew out to center field his first time up. So he was 0 for 1 on the day. It's been a heck of a ball game. Both teams giving everything they have to try to survive and move on. Here's the windup in the pitch from Davis. That's going to be high for ball two. Two and one count. Big pitch for Will Davis right here. He winds up and delivers. Outside ball three. Here's Will Davis in the windup. And the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike two. Makes it a full count. Full count. No outs here in the bottom of the six. Here's Davis' pitch inside, ball four. Cannot do that. That's going to bring up Shepard. And without, without a recording, getting the now three outs before, Kyler Rice will come up the bat. Columbia needs a double play. Yes, they do. So here's Shepard. And the pitch from Davis. Low and away, ball one. Shepard ahead in the count, 1 0. Here's the pitch from Davis. Low and inside, ball two. Got the Columbia corners up and the middle infielder's back. They're going to try to get a double play. They're also looking for the bunt. A well bunt as well. And that's a 3-0 count. Here's Davis. Winds up and delivers. And that's ball four. So that puts two runners on. Not good. With no outs. Definitely not good. Yeah, you got to throw strikes in that situation. You can't put their two, uh, actually the 12th batter up, put him on base, and then the leadoff hitter. And now that will bring Colin Ross into play eventually. So we're back at the top of the order. Is that right, Terry? We are at number two. At number two. That was the leadoff batter. Okay. Dangerous, dangerous territory here for Columbia. They're going to stick with Will. Mm-hmm. I think they were talking with the fielders, telling him where to go, depending on where the ball is hit. So that's going to bring up number 11, Bryson Ringley, the catcher. 
With two on and no outs. He's one, one for two on the day. Single his last time. He's been a pretty good hitter all the tournament. Wrigley's going to step out as Davis steps off the rubber. Haven't seen any small ball today. Not a whole lot. Here we go. Then they get the out at third. That is huge. Ooh, to the pitcher, Will Davis, for out number one. What do you do here? Do you put him on? Yes, you do. Now batting number 99. Now puts a winning run at third. Or tying one at third. As you see the replay of the bunt, Davis was able to make the play at third to get the force out. So here's Rouse. He's not going to get anything good to hit if he pitches to him at all. Let's see what Davis throws him. One out, two on here for Morristown. Outside ball one. William Fields has got to be awake because uh, I think these pitchers are probably all going to be outside. Make sure nothing gets by you. Here's Davis with the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike number one. Oh, he took a lot off on that one. Rouse hit a two-run home run in the fifth inning to take the lead. Here's a hard ball to left field. Gunnar Huffman's going to get it. They're going to throw it home. And that's going to tie the game with Shepard. He threw it to the cutoff, man, didn't throw it home, and they score to tie the game at four. Yikes, fellas. And what do you do if you're Columbia? You put him on and force the out at home. And that's what he's going to do. He's going to put him on. Yep. Smart move. Force anywhere. Yep. Can force at any bag now. And if he gets to somebody quickly, he can get a double play. And you've got Jones up who's struggled. He has struggled. He's hit the shortstop both times. That brings up number six, Wyatt Jones. So here's Wyatt Jones. He's pitched a great game and he's trying to win it for Morristown. Here's the pitch from Davis. And that is going to do it. That is a grand slam home run to win the ball game. Wow. Morristown beats Columbia 8-4 to four to move on to the championship game, and that will do it. It was a great run by Columbia American, but Morristown just too much in the end. They advanced to play Nolensville at 8 o'clock as they win 8-4. to four. Morristown 8 well, Terry, Lewis, Greg, any final thoughts? Just, uh, Columbia just ran out of gas. They, uh, the offense should have been able to, to mount a little bit more. They weren't able to. And uh, Morristown did what they had to do. And they hit uh, two long balls up the cost of the game. Unfortunately, now they get to play Nolensville. They beat them 12 to nothing just a day or two ago. So... I don't look for them to have enough left for most for Collinsville, but hey, kudos. They come and did what they had to do. Congratulations, Columbia team. 
They lost the first game of the tournament and come all the way back to make it to this part. So great season yes, for Columbia. Yes, it was. Greg, any final thoughts? I tell you why. Who was the kid that hit the grand slam? It was a pitcher. It was Wyatt Jones. Wyatt Jones. The pitcher. They moved him to right field, but I didn't think I would see that. No, he struggled. Just to be honest, didn't think I would see what I saw. I thought it would be a one-run, two-run win for whoever. Congratulations, Morristown. They played a better game. I appreciate being able to call the games all season. It was fun, Terry, well, Greg. Loved it, and uh, that was year four for us, and Columbia had a good run. And it, was, it was a fun time. And uh, that's going to do it for us from Columbia American Little League Baseball Park. Final score, Columbia four, Morristown eight to finish off the season. And Terry for one last time on the year. Well, Greg, do you want one more thing? You want to say anyone that is watching or listening, to this ball game, we will have Morristown and Noblesville game coming up next. On TennesseeSportsNet.com. Don't just have a great night, have an American night. Keep it classy, Columbia.